Hello and welcome to another episode of the Inept Supervillains Podcast. This is the L joined by one of y'all say you goddamn name. Heister. Roger. Honestly. I was being polite. I was like, go ahead, Heister. You're Sorry. New. You're new to the table. So, yeah. L is starting to regret all this I, I, my whole life is filled with regrets <laughs> um sorry we were gone last week life happened and y'all ain't paying us so get over it um <laughs> well it's true it's yeah yeah that's why you're a part-time member yeah life happens you can't commit to all this i don't want to com- okay yeah i do kind of want to commit to all this that's because you want the money in the end right and I, I just like hanging out with my friends ah we're friends Fuck. I mean, I don't uh, have a family, but... It just got real. Family. Way too real. Uh, anything interesting happened with you guys lately? Um, nope. Damn. Just a lot of work and not getting sleep, so that's fun. Well, well yeah, that too, but that's that's normal these days. Yeah. That's a problem society have. Capitalism. That's yeah. what I blame. We work, 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 and don't rest enough. It's why alcoholism and drug abuse is on our eyes. Oh, I love the drugs. I love the drugs. <laughs> I don't know whether to say case in point or be quiet. <laughs> but no, you um, or you're on the train going to work. Uh, those of us who take public transportation. I do drugs. You, you do not do drugs on the. Tra- you might do drugs. On no, the tra- yeah, you can do drugs. Uh, a special <laughs> episode of intervention. But you see people working on their computers on the way to work. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you doing that? I mean, I understand some of it, but I don't. And you know, they're also doing it at home. Yeah. I'm like, is your salary that good? Or is the company just that demanding of people now? I think it's both. Yeah. But at the same time, no. I think sometimes you're just forced to finish a project or finish something because. It's what you expected of you. But I like drugs, so, you know, before and after work is when my drug time usually starts. It goes back to drugs. As long as it's not during work. As long as it's not during work. Well, I mean, it's a little bit during work, but, you know, not, oh like, a, not like a lot, oh but God. you know. Uh, well, work can be overly stressful, especially when all too often you're not qualified for what you're doing. Yeah. Recently, the uh, Secretary of Education, Betsy Devos... <laughs> Decided, hey, I'll accept this invite from uh, this <laughs> historically black college and go and do a speech during their graduation. That was a motherfucking setup if you ever saw a motherfucking setup. Like, and she you was saw that shit coming. Too like, stupid to see it. Uh, that was funny. Did you know what's going to happen? So she was at the Bethane Cookman University. And she was uh, giving one of the uh, speeches during the commencement. So during her speech, she got booed. Why would she get booed? Well, maybe because she says that historically black colleges and universities started as pioneers of choice. I heard that her speech was very condescending, too. Yeah, It was a very, very condescending speech. I never bothered to listen to it. It's hard to hear over all the booze. Yeah. 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 they, They did like a Klingon thing to her, too. They turned their backs. Ooh. I know. <laughs> well, that's awesome. A, that's something the police do. Yeah. They'll turn their back on the mayor. if They did that in New York. Well, yeah, it's a sign of disrespect. Well, hell, they did it in Gladiator. Don't turn your back to Caesar. <laughs> yeah. But she had it coming. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. She's a terrible person. And then the president of the school jumped to her defense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was sad. 
Well, he wasn't the only one. The other on, on the dais were all doing it too. It's like we're gonna, you're gonna get your diplomas mailed to you. Yeah, that was President Edison Jackson. Like, like if this behavior continues, your degrees will be mailed to you. Choose which way you want to go. I would have walked out. Right it's like there. so. <laughs> oh, they ramped it up. They got to booing more and more and turning their back. So I'm still getting my diploma. Just I'm just not gonna walk. There. So right, whatever. But, but, I'll, I'm I'll keep te- but technically, they're supposed to get it in the mail anyway. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> so so. It, it was the lack of the photo op that oh. they would be losing, oh, getting their de- degree, shaking the dean's hand. Yeah. Yeah, if you yeah, invited yeah. Betsy DeVos, then yeah, fuck you. I'll your ceremony's exactly. already tainted. I ain't shaking your hand. But the thing is, they knew this was coming because the NAACP warned them ahead of time. Yeah. Wrote them a long letter <laughs> going, don't do this. In fact, we think that a couple of y'all should resign for even having That's this shit happen. Considering that. Yeah. They called for the president and one other uh, staff member's resignation. God damn Good. And as well, likely it should be. You shouldn't. The fact that you don't know that's going to happen or you know it's going to happen, and you're like, I'll take the money instead because obviously some money had to be. Oh, of course. We, of there's, course. There's no way that. Or at least the promise of money. And that's what it comes down to, money. So his response came down to, look, we need government money. We need to kiss some government ass. Y'all get with the Cooney reprogram. Mm-hmm. This is what we got to do. Sometimes you got a shooken job and let Massa tell you how great life no, is for you. No, because fuck that. If I was a real teacher or a real person in power, I'd be like, listen, go make some money, and then I'm going to need that money back from y'all when y'all get y'all jobs and shit, because uh, we broke. And uh, if y'all don't want me to shuck a job, you bring up me. an interesting point. Uh, remember back in the movie School Days, Spike Lee's yes. second movie? I kind of yeah. never seen it. You what? never saw School Days? I know. I just kind of. You don't know. Uh, that song Tisha Campbell did that was just the hottest shit ever. Yes. Again, I kind of... Her and Jasmine Guy in like black and silver tight dresses dancing on stage singing and I'm like, oh, oh, If I had oh, seen it, I probably would have oh. went to college but no, I just had it. <laughs> <laughs> and that had the, the whole battle between the light-skinned and dark-skinned black yeah. girls straight and nappy. Yeah, me and Maja had that battle already. Yeah. yeah. We cool. But, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but one of the early scenes in the movie that people forget is when the dean and one other member of the uh, faculty are having a conversation. And he asks, why don't blacks support historically black colleges and universities like right. the Catholic support Notre Dame or the Mormons support Brigham Young? And I went, we got money? I was a kid going, who got money? <laughs> wait, wait, true. wait, wait, wait. I look out my window and I see Cabrini Green. Where's the money? <laughs> uh, Bill Cosby, the only one I know got money. Maybe Quincy Jones. They can't yeah. support a bunch of colleges. Yeah, Bill Cosby supported what? Temple? And maybe one other college? That was about it. But now we should be able to. But yeah. we, don't. we don't. Now we should. Now we got your Jay-Z's, your Beyonce's, your Oprah's. Our colleges should not be suffering right now. No. They really should. But at the same time, that goes back to the whole thing. If I become famous, do I really need to get back to the hood? I say yes, but if I did it, do I really need to get back? I say yes. Yeah, I say yes, too, because we're poor. Well, no, you could be Ben Carson and don't. Yeah, <laughs> but he's rich. You could be... Uh, and he's an asshole, so we don't count him. You could be, uh, what was his name, Howard Kane and don't. He's Herman Kane. Herman, Herman Kane, thank you. But they're rich. What about Willie Wilson? <laughs> Or any one of them sellout motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Willie. The thing is, now we have 
the econ- we have those in power. We do. We yeah. have that voice. We have that leadership. Yeah. I think Al Sharpton and every other so-called black leader needs to pressure them. Instead of like us caring what they do on Instagram, we want to know what the fuck they doing to help advance. Yeah. Well, some people uh, are looking to somebody else to step up in 2020. Another celebrity. Michael Moore recently endorsed The Rock to run for president in 2020. The Rock. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Professional wrestler turned actor. I had respect for Michael Moore, not anymore. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. People hated Obama so much, they voted in Donald Trump. Which now gives the gateway open to any motherfucker who's ever had any. <laughs> if you have West, over 500,000 Twitter followers, you can technically run for president these days. And he's like, well, he's charismatic and people like him, yada, yada. And I'm like, but he's also a Republican. He's, a re- he's been a registered Republican in Florida and California. Yeah, and he's, yeah. He, unlike Donald Trump, he has been a hardcore Republican. For his entire career. Yeah, yeah, they claim he's a centrist, but he's very good at protecting his persona yeah. and image. So you don't know what exactly he He's doing, yeah. Yeah, what exactly his beliefs are. Yeah. We just know that he votes Republican. Then yeah. you got those that go, well, maybe he's just fiscally conservative, yeah. meaning, you know, fuck poor people. Yeah. Right. Just fuck them. Yeah. Which ain't mad. Every man for himself. But, you know. I'm mad. Yeah. Well, because we're poor. I mean, he could be. He's not be, even so much that. It goes back into. We're supposed to look out for each other yeah. as a country. In order for the country to prosper, everybody has to prosper. Everybody got to be able to generate income. Right. Yeah. You. But unfortunately, you need poor people because somebody got to work at McDonald's. Somebody got to clean that toilet. I always go back to Henry Ford, who was like, he paid his people. A de- Henry Ford was an asshole, but he paid his people a decent wage because he wanted them to be able to buy his cars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I want you to be consumers. I want you to be able to buy a decent house and be able to work at these jobs for as long as possible. And that's, that's like, the way he should be thinking, but he's not. Well, I'm all against The Rock just because he's a Republican and what they stand for is pretty much everything I don't. And did we not learn if from Arnold a- Schwarzenegger? I mean, let's be honest. Look what he did to California. Yeah, you don't and want to act. You don't, and Jesse Ventura. I mean, come on. But I've always thought Jesse Ventura. Well, maybe because I he was a failure. But okay, he, he was a different state. But though, he Minnesota. Was a, he, yeah, he Minnesota. Was a, but he was a failure. What if The Rock got an endorsement by Bernie Sanders? Then would you be okay? To then I really wouldn't vote for him. No, oh, you don't like Bernie. No, oh. I wouldn't either. We don't know what he stands for. No, it's just his persona. Like his. That's not enough. And it, be, and it makes shit even more ridiculous. People are talking about, well, John Cena should run against him. <laughs> <laughs> you can't like see a, me, 2020. Uh, like but that's what that's what happens when you vote Donald Trump in. Now you get these things. You just like, got the door. This open. might actually be on the fucking. Oprah, Oprah was seriously talking about running. But the thing is, I wouldn't mind John Cena over the Rock, which might make people upset. But I'm like, <laughs> is it because of his wrestling history or no? John Cena. <laughs> Had vocally come out against a bunch of Trump policies. Oh, nice. Against the wall, against the immigration ban. He's like, this is America. We're all included in this. He uh, is also very guarded about his persona. Like, he won't become a bad guy in the wrestling ring. Right. Right. But he also comes out vocally to do, you know, against and racism I, and so forth. So I'm like, hmm. I haven't seen Dwayne Johnson come out against Trump at all. He won't say anything negative about anything. Right. The closest he got was distancing himself from the, uh, he's uh, endorsed by Under Armour. 
And right. then the president of Under Armour came out on some whole really racist pro-Trump stuff. Yeah. Just put out this, yes, was just saying some inflammatory shit. Well, that's probably and The Rock was like, did this whole thousand word thing, basically saying, hey, I have to distance myself from that. That's not me. Just distancing himself, not going, fuck Under Armour, I quit. Right, yeah. You he, know what I mean? He need that money, baby. He need that money. So, yeah, he's way too guarded and way, and, and I'm sorry, I've said this before and I'll say it again. He has never had a black love interest in a movie. He hasn't. Who? The Rock. Oh, my God. Are he you even paying attention to the conversation? <laughs> Wait, wait. Know your role, Jabroni, and shut your mouth. Wait. <laughs> Every love interest he's ever had is white. Mm-hmm. Everyone. The closest. The closest was Rosario Dawson in the rundown. Although, technically, she wasn't a love interest. And in that second G.I. Joe movie, he had two black children, but no mom. Right. What about the Tooth Fairy? You saw the Rocks, the movie, the Tooth Fairy. Actually, I saw it twice. Oh. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> and you're admitting that right now. Wait, no, not the Tooth Fairy. The movie where he was a football player. That movie. Oh, the Which Game one? Plan. Yeah, the Game Plan. I, I saw I've that. Never there was that. no white love. There was no black love interest in that either. But he had in a daughter. In fact, no. But the mom was white. Oh. She only no. looked black because of him. Oh, but didn't she? Didn't he like want a black lady? That, okay. Nope. All white. Okay. All of them. I reject. I withdraw my statement. He had a blonde model girlfriend. God damn! I withdraw my statement. That last movie he did, the disaster movie. It was. Car- was it was Carla Gugino. Yep. She was brown. White. She was no. She was white. Gugino's not Latino. She's white. Damn. She is very. I need white. to know more Latinos. More. Super duper white. You were confused by the Spy Kids movie. Mm, yeah. I was. I was. <laughs> and the thing is, with the Rock protecting his image and not projecting his blackness, really. It kind of puts a statement of how he feels about his blackness because his father's black. His father yeah. was Rocky Johnson, yeah. Yeah. a professional wrestler. His grandfather was a Samoan wrestler, Great Chief Maivia. So I could get maybe he's closer to his mom and he embraces that, but to just totally ignore that other side, it, it, it kind of puts out some... It does fuck with you. It, it does kind of fuck with me. Say that like... It's like he, he's trying too hard to be super mainstream. Exactly. exactly. That's, that's the that's the. And it's like he Good doesn't. Job. You don't have to try that hard. People will still like you. Maybe we should hire him more. And this is the thing with mainstream culture. It leads to really fucked up situations. Because when you say mainstream, what you're really saying is the 65 percent of white Americans. Right. Yeah. That's the default. Which goes into our next segment. <laughs> Hawaiians have been whitewashed again in media God, damn. for the third, well, fourth, fourth time in recent fourth. memory. Fourth. Previously, George Clooney, yeah, Shalane Woodley, oh, yeah, I remember Shalane. And, Emma Stone, and Emma Stone, Emma Stone, have all played fictional Hawaiian characters. Now, they're looking to use a white actor to be an actual Hawaiian war hero. Yeah. Isn't he like Scottish or Irish or something? Wikipedia say he's from America. What was Zach McGowan? That's white. <laughs> yeah, he's white. <laughs> he looks pro- like a Bradley Cooper knockoff. I was first introduced to him on the uh, Agents of Shield show. He's been on this season. That's oh, right. Okay. I thought he looked familiar. Yeah. He was he was the uh, superior. Uh, and he's also now a regular on the show Shameless. That's okay. who I've seen him from. I'm like, he looks very familiar. I just couldn't put. It. Yeah, I know. Well, he he's now been cast to play Benny Kaka Kanahile. That's okay. also bullshit. known as Ben. Uh, Kanahile and uh, Gabriel Robertson's movie Nihau. Now, the story of Ben Kanahile takes place after the bombing of Pearl Harbor. Oh, yeah, that's whereas a Japanese pilot, uh, Zero, 
his plane crash lands, and Ben and a group of Hawaiians and so and other citizens take him in, take care of him. They just think he's a guy who was hurt, and they don't know who he is. And they take care of him. They find out he's Japanese, and shit hits the fan. And Ben has to now take him in, you know, arrest him or something. And he, Ben ended up getting like shot five times, but still living. Wait, who shot him? The Japanese soldier. Okay. And you know, but Ben ends up killing him. Right. Like, yeah, Ben and his wife end up murking this dude. Right. This incident is what caused over 100,000 Japanese-Americans to be put in prison camps during World War II. Oh. This is what set that off. So it's even doubly worse that they're yeah. casting a white actor as this character. Exactly. So not only are you erasing Hawaiians from the narrative, we forget that Pearl Harbor was in Hawaii. They were the ones attacked. Yeah, our yeah. ships were, but their home was. Yeah. They had stakes in this, too. So we're just erasing them from the narrative. What? Because the guy went by the nickname Ben. So I guess it's, you know, you could do that now. Yeah. And this is, he received a Purple Heart and I believe a merit of honor for his service. This is a Hawaiian hero. A real person, not like the other times where it was a fictional character. A real person. They want to make a white guy. Yeah, that's not, that's not okay. So Hawaiians and other Polynesians have joined in with Asians, actors, complaining about the whitewashing. It's like you can't tell me there wasn't somebody else they could cast for that role. There, there are more than enough people. And that will get to our point. They are not getting the opportunities to play the roles that they should be playing. Why? Because the 65% of white Americans need to see a white person do this. In order to identify. That is white supremacy. We are catering to them and what they want. It goes back to when David Bowie got MTV to admit they didn't play a lot of rapper soul music in the early 80s because it would have scared away that 65% of middle white Americans. It established them as who are important and the rest of us not. Now, black people who have contributed, contributed, and Latinos who have both contributed to America culturally, our food, our music are everywhere. Yes, there's Asian restaurants around, but those kind of got a whole stigma to them. Right. Wait, what's the stigma? Yeah. What's in their food? Deliciousness? I'm so proud of you right now, Manjay. You didn't go the cat or dog route. That's <laughs> terrible. It's just a, it's, yeah. I, I'm, I'm proud that you didn't go there. But, yeah, they have that stigma. Another thing I read recently is that we don't talk about poverty of Asians in America. Right. I read an article on Asian poverty in New York, and they have it rough. But, unfortunately, there's nobody speaking up for them. Because no. we also don't see Asian homeless people. I have. Mm, I've yeah. never seen an Asian homeless person. I've, seen, I've seen them. There's there's one particular guy downtown I see all the time. Well, maybe I need to open my eyes more, but I just have not seen them. Black people have had voices in civil rights and so forth and celebrities Mm -hmm. that help progress our narrative. Same with Latinos. Help progress the narrative. Asians haven't had that. Combined, Pacific Islander and Asians make up 8% of the United States population. Yeah. Wow. They're not getting that sh- shot at representation because they don't have the Jay-Z to make them people listen. They don't have people out there 
ready. They're, they're not big names advancing their narratives. Every right. Asian actress that or actor that comes out and speaks isn't a superstar. Right. The wife from Fresh Off the Boat yeah. is very vocal about this. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that... to, to do this to a Hawaiian war hero is like, what if they made it to Tuskegee Airmen white? <gasps> Sons of bitches. Which, if they could get away with it, they would do it. They would do it. But they I couldn't. The, the other issue with this is that every time they've done these, this whitewashing, the movie's bomb. Yeah. Like, every single movie they've done. And they blame the negative press. But I'm like, but you cater into 65% of the damn country who yeah. would have watched it anyway. Yeah. If it looked good, Ghost in the Shell, I'm familiar with the uh, anime. Yeah. The manga. I didn't see anything in the movie worth looking at. No. Besides Scarlett Johansson? No. Not even It that. didn't look appealing to me. If I didn't already know what the story was about, I would have had no idea what that was. And honestly, looking at her, I didn't think of the major. It was like, no, she's not I that character. No. It's like, that, exactly. that no, and that's no, the thing. no. But that's the thing. They wanted to cater to that 65%, but they try to put actors and actresses who we know and love. But then, again, you just whitewash the whole thing, and it's like... You could have just found some. You could just tell a good story. Some people will argue that, like, say, hey, Asians don't seem to mind. Asian Americans mind oh, a lot. Oh, they mind a yeah. lot. The fuck you mean? They may not mind in Japan because they're. They don't mind in Japan and China. with being white, but. Yeah. Yeah. They, ho- all over the world, Hollywood is the standard. Yeah. It's, it, 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 in its way, white supremacy. Ooh, they're on the pedestal. Ooh, they're to be, the stars to be celebrated and worshipped. They're the WWE to the um, uh, local people wrestling in their yard down the street. <laughs> oh, they were also ho- upset with the casting of Grace Park in Hawaii, Hawaii Five-0. Yeah. She's not Hawaiian, yet she's playing a yeah. native Hawaiian. They don't like that. I remember when Selena came out, quite a few Mexican people were upset that a Puerto Rican woman was playing it. Yeah. They were, they were not happy. So people want... To be represented by their own. Yeah. But yeah, to totally whitewash the narrative of uh, Executive Order 9066 issued by Franklin D. Roosevelt. Good old FDR. Yeah. That's a whole fucked up thing. Good on Asia for getting one huge plus coming. The new Star Trek Discovery TV show trailer looks amazing. Yeah. And uh, Michelle Yao plays the captain. And the and the uh, first mate, the number one, the Riker of the show, is an African American woman. Yeah, first, and, and she, she's actually the star of the show. Like she's yeah, the she character. is the primary character, yeah. the first African American woman to be the star of a Star Trek show. Yeah, um, I, I looked at the other cast. Uh, there's, it's a pretty diverse cast. I think Doug Jones plays the weird alien guy. No idea who Doug Jones is. Um, <laughs> Abe Sapien. Oh, okay. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah. I looked at the cast and I looked at the story and I'm like, wow, and, and the special effects. And I'm like, this looks amazing. I'm, yeah. look, I'm really looking forward to it. A lot of fans are not happy. Is it Star the, Trek fans like to complain. Is it because of the, the Asian? The design? lens flare. Oh, lens flare. I, I was going to Well, yeah, that's just. The Klingons look weird. Yeah. They look black. Well, Klingons have technically uh, kind of been black since yeah, Michael, Michael Dorn. But this is like a, a yeah. very distinct black. Yeah, they 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 started off as Russians, though. Yeah, yeah. In the original series, but this one was like definitely like black war chief kind of thing. Yeah. Not that I'm complaining. I'm just saying like it just very. I could see where they might think that's a little racist. But. Well, we have to see the show to see how they're yeah, exactly. portrayed. Yeah. At, yeah. But before we can even 
touch that. That's yeah. what I was saying. Yeah, was uh, like, yeah. Can you guys wait till the show airs? Before it's that's like, another thing. People just want to complain a lot about. But those. speaking of it airing, there is something really kind of shitty about the whole thing. It's a CBS show, but it's not going to be shown on CBS. Right. Wait, what? It's on CBS All Access, their <sighs> streaming service. It's like oh. that Good Fight spinoff of Good Wife, where you you, you the first episode is going to air on CBS on regular TV, mm-hmm. but then you have to pay for the rest. Oh, it's like the that. first one's free, but that's not going to last long. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. And crazy the shit about is, that. streaming services are in trouble because they recently voted to start rolling back neck neutrality. <gasps> that's a thing now. God, yeah. they're going to start rolling it back. Damn. Thanks, forty five. Which means a cable service that's run by the people that run NBC may not let you get the CBS run uh, show or, you know, stream it real slow so it's messed up to get you to, you know, cater to their shows. You no longer can watch what the fuck you want to watch. It's like, oh, we it's, have, we it have a sci-fi It hasn't officially show. gone all the way through, but it's possible. They should just bring Star Trek to regular TV like it's supposed to be. But yeah. it has it's starring an Asian woman and a black woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And mainstream America isn't ready and for we, that. They ain't ready for that. I'm ready for that. I would follow the Asian leaders to the ends of the earth. <laughs> I mean, I know that sounds terrible, but look, in, in, in movies and media, when has an Asian leader led anyone astray? Um... I could probably think of something. I can think of three things, but I'm gonna hold those back pretend I don't know. I would follow Michelle Yeoh if she were. Yeah. Captain. Did you like, see how like leaderful she looked on that goddamn ship? I'd follow her. Like, yeah, what you want to do, baby? Let's do it. And I mean, I've seen Michelle Yeoh in movies. I'm pretty sure she could kick somebody's ass. Exactly. I mean, especially as captain. But also the um, the uh, the second mate, the uh, black woman, is she Klingon? I I was getting the impression that she's Vulcan. She's part Vulcan. Vulcan. Sorry, Vulcan. it looks like she's part Vulcan. Yeah. Like she's half human, half Vulcan. And then they say, yeah, you'll never learn Vulcan because your tongue's too thick. Because that's that's Spock's dad talking oh, about her. So he knows about half Vulcan kids. I so I think that's why he's in the show. I didn't know that was Spock's dad. Wow, that makes a lot of sense. So she's a sister Heister of Spock? is the nerd god. I'm proud of you. I, I've been interested in the show since I heard about it. I was like, what? Oh, okay. You also a new Star Trek show? Okay. Oh, I'm a big Star Trek fan myself. Uh, I never I, got into it. I kind of wish they would stop going back, though. I want them to go past. I would like that to advance the narrative. Yeah, like stop going back to before Kirk and just go further into the future. Because uh, I want to see what happens Colonization? after. Yeah. Well, no, just what, what happens after <laughs> Picard and all those What people. happens after Picard? I want to see a Star Trek galaxy where the Bajorans and the Cardassians, not the Kim Kardashians, but the Cardassians, <laughs> aliens from the show. Different kind of lizard people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How far they have come right. in the Starfleet universe. Uh, I mean, they're never going to do a Deep Space Nine movie. But. Are the Marquis still a thing? Uh, the Dominion, is that still popping? It's, I, I, I would be, I really want to know what happens in the advancement of the story. Like, you know, how we're waiting for the new Star Wars movie to see what's up with the Jedi now. Yes. We want to see our stories advance. Prequels, hmm. Advance. We want more advance. Speaking of nerd stuff, I made the mistake of asking Brent Spiner. I met him at a convention, and I made the mistake of asking him. It's like, hey, why don't they put, you know, like, you know, Dr. Soong's um, ancestors into the new Star Trek movies with Chris Pine, and he looks weird. Pissed off. <laughs> 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 
I, I just I just stepped in it. He just he had this look on his face like you motherfucker. You reminded me how I'm not making money. He's like, why don't you know what? You need to ask JJ Abrams. And I was just like, ooh. Sorry. Sorry, Commander Data. <laughs> you know, speaking of Data, I only recently got the joke of his brother's name. Data and lore. Data, factual information, lore, mythology. And he's the evil one. So it's Yeah. Like, I'm like, I just got that. I feel so behind. I, I, I'm like, damn, I lose weight. I, I just lose a lot of cred on that one. It happens. So sad. Speaking of advancing narratives, uh, Wonder Woman comes out in two weeks. Oh, yes. Yes. I am looking forward to that. Um, early reports were that they weren't happy with it. But currently, they're saying it's not bad. There's still a review embargo, so we don't get to hear official reviews. But the movie I'm hearing about that that apparently is going to be terrible is Justice League. Yeah. Like I keep hearing terrible stuff about that. Oh yeah, that, yeah, they're they're filming reshoots on that already. Sorry. Well, I mean, still, yeah, yeah, still for a movie coming out in a few months. Yeah, I'm a little worried about Wonder Woman being it's New Fifty Two Wonder Woman. Yeah. Mind you, she was the one bright spot of the whole New 52. Right. It's where can the story go from there? Because uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but like... Please do. No. Don't oh. spoil. Whenever DC revamped their universes in the comics, Batman stayed the same. Superman right. stayed the same. Two characters that have been around for 75 years. Wonder Woman, they're also about to celebrate her 75th year. Her origin keeps changing. Yeah. Like, the, the way she was raised, her parentage, all these things keep changing. Even her costume. You get slight changes to, to Batman. Superman, pretty much the same until the new 52. But, yeah, wondering how far they're going to go with that, with the new 52 changes, if they are going, supposedly, dialing that back. Yeah. Yeah. So that got me a slightly worried. And but the, it looks good. It looks great. And I'm wondering yeah. if we saw everything great. That's I hope always not. the question. I hope there's like some moments that uh, that scene where she runs into the um, battlefield. Yeah, they didn't show the whole thing, and I'm putting no. a lot on that one. Yeah, I, that could be an amazing. Those fights with the German soldiers just look crazy. crazy. It should it should be good. But yeah. I didn't even catch it. Somebody pointed out where she just comes to the door and like backhands some guy across the room with her shield because <laughs> he's just standing there like, oh, what the hell. <laughs> Like, he's just out of the fight right away. Yeah. Uh, but what you just said about Justice League, their reshoots on Justice League has pushed... They haven't even started filming Aquaman yet because they can't finish this. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, I just think they've done too much too fast. That's the thing with Justice, Justice League. looks terrible except for two scenes from that trailer. Yeah. I don't think they did too much too fast. They just didn't know what they were doing. They no. put all their car... Not- they put all their eggs in Zack Snyder's basket... And that basket was shit. It was he doesn't. He it doesn't know how to film. Like he, he's good at some visuals, but he doesn't know how to film a superhero movie. He doesn't, he doesn't know how to tell a story. He doesn't know how to tell a coherent story. That's it. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because Batman versus Superman needed editing. That movie needed some serious editing. Yeah, and pacing and some goddamn light. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm it. like, why is Metropolis so goddamn? And dark? someone else cast as Lex Luthor. Yeah, yeah. that too. They're more me Adams, but that's just me. Yeah, I'm still a little bit upset that they go for Jason Momoa for Aquaman, but then Amber Heard for Mira, his love interest. I mean, I don't have a problem with her in a skin-tight green outfit, but don't yeah, get I, me agree. Wrong. I agree with you. There should be a... You know, you know she's messing around with Elon Musk now. Yeah, I know. 
I mean, wouldn't you? Mess with Elon Musk? Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking of more of Amber Heard, but yeah. yeah what, 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 oh, like this is you just being a little whore. Not Got like you. mess with um, like that. <laughs> <but> like, <laughs> like if you were, wouldn't you? Like wouldn't you? Like, if you were Amber Heard, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't. I mean, after being with Johnny Depp, well, you would want somebody with money and who bathes. So yeah. <laughs> There's that. Yeah, they do say Johnny Depp doesn't bathe or brush his teeth. Oh, that's weird. He just looks like, yeah, he just looks like he hasn't bathed since the first Pirates movie. They say if you're in a room with him and Lenny Kravitz, you are uncomfortable. (laughs) You cannot Patchouli and funk. That's what it seems like. Yeah. Is Lenny Kravitz that bad? That's what they say. I don't know. Maybe that's how they attract mates. It's the (laughs) natural musk. It's just... I don't know. <laughs> I do know people who subscribe to that. Yeah. Hey, to each their own. All right. So, NBA legend and TNT sports oh, analyst Mr. Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> wants to become top cop. Mr. Icy Hot. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal, who is a part-time um, police officer in uh, his er- in Miami, Florida, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, wants to become sheriff. He doesn't know where yet, but he... Plans to run for sheriff in 2020. Tombstone? No, no, no. Again. Tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> that town still exists, right? Again, Donald Trump being in office gives everyone. The Everybody is just like, I'm going to be what? mayor. Fuck sheriff. it. I'll do whatever the fuck I want to do. You can't tell me shit. I'm be top cop. That's always been Shaq's attitude. I've never been a big fan of Shaq. But I his know some rap are. albums, his video games, his <sighs> inspirational movies, his books. His shoes, they've all been subpar. Oh. Yeah. 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 I've like, actually seen Kazam, and I'll never get that hour I've actually 30 played minutes Shaq of my Fu. life back. <laughs> Have you played Shaq Fu? No. Well, it's a video game about Shaq doing Kung Fu called Shaq Fu. Oh, Lord. Let's talk about some awards he was nominated for. The Golden Raspberry Award for Worst New Actor he received for playing Neon Bordeaux in the movie Blue Chips starring Nick Nolte. Didn't see that That's either. right. He was in that. Yeah, I he lost He, he that. lost the Golden Raspberry to Anna Nicole Smith for a naked gun, 33 and a third. Oh, oh, that's sad. I know. He had this to say about him running to run for sheriff. And this is a quote. This is not about politics. <laughs> This is about bringing people closer together. <laughs> you know, when I was coming up, people loved and respected the police, the deputies. And I just wanted to be the one to bring that back, especially in the community I serve. You sound like Apollo Creed. <laughs> <laughs> that did not sound like Apollo Creed. Apollo what, Creed was a smooth motherfucker. What, what neighbor did he grow up in? Mayberry? Because <laughs> where I grew up, they didn't respect cops. They hated cops. The second time he was nominated for a Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Actor was when he, uh, oh, he lost to Kevin Costner that year. So sad for his role in The Postman. Right. So, so. sad. Yeah. Uh, well, he were playing John Henry Steel. Steel. The movie he got because he has a Superman tattoo. Another yeah. movie where I'll never get that hour and a half of my life back. <laughs> It was actually bad because actually I got into steal the comic book character because John Henry Irons is a great character yes. and he ruined him. I know, but that made me want to think about it more. For those of you not familiar with the comic book character known as Steel, a few years ago when the whole Superman died thing and four new Superman popped up, one was an African American male by the name of John Henry Irons who created an Iron Man type suit 
that he used and a sledgehammer, and he became one of the new Superman. This, because of his tattoo, led Shaquille O'Neal to become Steel. Yes. I got an X-Men tattoo. Can I get cast in the X-Men movie? Uh, that would be so awesome. What role was As long that? as it's not Brian Singer directing. Which role? Yes. Well, they've already used every black X-Men male in the movie. Yeah. Darwin, Bishop uh, have all been used. Who else? Somebody, uh, oh, yeah. Sink was used Sink. in that uh, p- pilot for the Gen X show. Yeah, Sunspot. Uh, he's, they haven't used Sunspot. He's Brazilian. And he was in uh, um, Days of Future Past. Uh, That's right, but he looked like Sunfire because Brian Singer doesn't understand they, he how He doesn't powers understand work. how powers work. Yeah. So maybe I could re ah uh, maybe I could revamp this ship. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe we could do Sync. People don't know Sync. I might have to cut my hair off, and I don't want to do that. Never mind. Yeah. Forget it. <laughs> you could play a black version of a character since they like to whitewash yeah, everybody. Yeah, blackwash. If you could blackwash a character, what character would you be? <laughs> Gambit. Okay. Okay. Do it. We got it. A black Creole Gambit. Oh yeah. word. That oh word. That actually oh, makes I'm sense. Oh, I'm Ooh, I want this. I want this so bad. Make it happen. Just make we, sure it's better than steel. We can. We, we just gotta. That ain't that hard to <laughs> do. There, <laughs> do you remember the, the end of that when they had the woman in the wheelchair stand up? Yes. And you're like, yay, she can now mobilize while standing. And I, I felt position. bad. I like Annabeth Cash. It's like, That's why, what that why, was? why are you yes. in this movie? Why are you in this movie? So why was anybody in that movie? Well, that's the, what's his name was in that movie? Why was Richard Roundtree in that movie? What's his name? Brandy's brother was in that movie. Ray J? Yes, Ray J's in I that movie. I do not remember. Wait, you're right. Ray J's a sidekick. Yes. Whoa! I've never seen his bullshit. Now I have to watch he's it. He's the yeah. he's the one that Shaquille tells don't tell don't tell grandma. Yeah. Does he, he tell does. grandma? Yeah. Yeah. There's a trailer. <laughs> I remember seeing the trailer, and number one, it was like Zack Snyder. It looked really dark. It looked like the first Ninja Turtles movie. <laughs> and the jokes were just terrible. And he never hit anyone with a fucking sledgehammer. You no. Know? It's like, why are you carrying the hammer and you never hit anybody? He turned it into a gun. It was like yeah. a sonic gun. Well, let's go back to talking about old Steel Kazam and his history with <laughs> law enforcement. Wait, did you call him Steel Kazam? Yeah. Okay. He had this to say about Colin Kaepernick's protest. I don't know Colin. <laughs> but again, to each his own. I don't really have a say on it, but I would never do that. My father was a military man. You know, he protected the country. The fuck does it have to do anything? Uncles are in law enforcement, you know, they go out there and work hard every oh, day. <laughs> My question is, how come you didn't do it last year, Colin? How come you didn't do, do it when you were first into, in the NFL? Just there are ways to get the point across. So yes, you he ended like with Scotty Pippen. I've I've <laughs> never wanted to fight a seven foot tall, three hundred pound man more in my life. <laughs> so so, so there, there have been other times when I wanted to fight a seven foot tall dude, but this this is the worst. Was one of minute bowl? You you, you could have took him. <laughs> All you had to do was the knees, baby. He's done. He's done, baby. Ta- get weak at the knees. Have to have to fight him like Wolverine fights the Hulk. Just just go. Yeah, you're right. Go low. Just go for the knees. To what he said about Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick didn't vocally protest. No. They asked him why he was sitting down. He went, oh, I'm protesting this. So his coach just went, hey, why don't you just take a knee? Reporters asked him, why are you taking a knee? He told him why. 
and that would blow it up. Yeah. He did not go out and verbally do it. They called, they asked him, and he told them. They could have just let the shit go, and nobody would have known. Right. And people just lost their minds about it, and that's what made it more, that's what really put it in the forefront. And, and, and yeah, people bring up the fact that he wasn't doing that well in the NFL. Right. I'm like, I didn't think he was going to do that well anyway. True. But that he didn't volunteer this narrative doesn't mean he, he wasn't out there trying to do this to make a name for himself. And it's also they came to him. It's also BS because who was the other player that didn't do well, but everybody loved when he was like making a statement? Was that Tim Tebow? Ah, yes. Who, the dude that used to pray to God during games. Got on his knees and prayed, God, please let me win. Please. And he sucked. Please, God, please. He was, he was terrible. But they were all like, oh, he's so great. He's such a hero. It's like, no, he's not. He also donated to people. So, you know, leave him alone. Did you just defend Tim Tebow? I know I did, but it's more or less because I'm a Tebow fan. Please explain. I don't think I can be part of this podcast. <laughs> No, I'm just fucking with you. I just in, in Madden, I would always pick him up in the draft because he was fast and you know it was yeah. That's, that's unlike the real Tebow. Anyway, was yeah, he unbelievably lucky at times? Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> Look for for a medium pass, the man can make it happen. Anything else, it was shit. But all I need is a medium, him or Cutler virtually. Oh, okay, there you go. Well, back to Shaq and his thing with the cops. He didn't. Okay, let me use his own words. Goddamn, his voice. <laughs> When I get stopped by the cops, I'm not worried. It has nothing to do with me being sacked. That's because you're 7 foot 10, motherfucker. Right, who the fuck is scared of shit when you're 7 foot 10 to 300 pounds? Uh, You sound like a fat Albert. Right? (laughs) If Forrest Gump and Fat Albert had a baby. (laughs) You know, I show respect. Yes, sir. No, sir. Massa. That's how I was taught. I was raised by a drill sergeant, and that's who I am. Raised by a drill doesn't, press? What? Doesn't matter if it's a black guy, a white guy, whatever. I'm not going to make it uncomfortable for you because I don't want you to make it uncomfortable for They're me. already uncomfortable. You're seven feet tall. There's, and driving a Miata. There's not, <laughs> not going to be any This was the back. only car that I could afford. There's not going to be any co- talking back. None of that. Now, that's him explaining him, Shaquille O'Neal, yeah. and his dealing with the police. Mm-hmm. He said if something happened, his, uh, uh, it was his adopted stepfather. His father um, gave over parental rights. His biological did, yeah. which is why he did the song. My biological didn't bother. So the thing is. I know his dad's feeling I shit. I did not know you, what you we knew had, his discography. but Well, yeah, I did. <laughs> so you had Shaq raps? Oh, God, no. <laughs> Shaq raps too? Oh, God. I, I, no, I saw some of his music videos, and I laughed and made fun of him. Oh, oh, oh. okay. Look, but the thing we got to remember about the guy who, in one rap song, set the line, A-E-I-O-U, an ass whooping, he was raised by a drill sergeant and mm-hmm. moved around. When he lived in San Antonio, Texas, which, you know, a black person could probably have a rather difficult time, his father was a drill sergeant. So they had money to live in a decent neighborhood. Also, he was like six foot nine yeah. at sixteen years old. Yeah. He was the local basketball star, award-winning minor celebrity. Yeah, he didn't have it bad. Everybody knew him. I do wonder. Not to. I'm not on his side in any way, but 
I do wonder if he ever got that talk from his parents just because he was the six foot nine black kid. Almost, know, oh, almost deaf. I'm, I'm just. I'm just imagining that talk. It's like, when you go out, you do this because... Well, he said he was told to show them respect at all times. Never disrespect them at any moment. You know, if you have a problem, bring it to me. Because I do see him as yeah. being a threat. Yeah. Well, to, to, a white cop. If, if you're fine, to a white I'd cop. I'd shoot the motherfucker. <laughs> but, like I said... He Holy was, shit, it's Sasquatch. Oh, wait, it's just Shaq. <laughs> he was known, so he most likely didn't get a lot of the shit we've gotten growing up in hoods. Right. Because we weren't six foot nine. We weren't. Or in a decent neighborhood girls. and the, you know, decent neighborhood and the local basketball star. So close. His experience is not the same as ours. No. And for him to sit there and try to downplay everybody else's, it's fucking insulting. Yes. I mean, I, I, I wasn't a fan of him or Michael Jordan personally. No. But the thing is, with a lot of the NBA players, they come out with some really problematic views Yeah. when it comes down to it. Speaking of which, Charles Barkley had a show on racism. It was a four-part show on TNT where he explored racism. Yeah. Did you guys see that really uncomfortable clip where he was in an auditorium and he told a bunch of black people, y'all don't realize how hard it is for these cops and they got to make split session decisions. And the woman who stood up and said, uh, why did it take 15 of them to kill my son? Right. Ooh. To beat my son to and death. And he just had to look like, oh shit, I put my foot in my mouth. <laughs> I did not know what I was signing <laughs> up for. I should have thought this through before I said anything. Yeah, athletes are not people we should be looking to for um, guidance in every case. Well, you know, no. Occasionally you have a Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Occasionally. Occasionally you have somebody that, you know, can come out and galvanize and... yeah. Enunciate. I mean, this is an extreme example, but it's like the O.J. Simpson thing where it's like he's so removed from the actual black experience that, of course, he thinks like, oh, I can do whatever I want. You know, like in. in I can murder two people. Well, Charles Barkley was my little brother's favorite basketball player when he was growing up. So I felt I owed it to my little brother to watch the show. Right. So I watched this episode on Muslims living in Irvine, Texas. And I'll be damned. It was not a bad show. Yeah. He let other people tell the story, advance the narrative. Uh, he asked fairly, if not blunt, good questions in most cases. I'm going to guess it's not easy for them in Texas. Oh, in Irvine, Texas, they're, they are 20% of the population, and they have a, uh, a Muslim center there. Oh. And on their website, they offered mediation and like legal disputes and uh, divorces and so forth. Wow. People saw it and took it as them using Sharia law mm-hmm. because they were going from a Muslim standpoint. You go to Christian counseling, you're getting it from a Jesus standpoint. Right. They were doing it from that. Yeah. They saw it as them bringing Sharia law into America, and the mayor took it on her platform, and they pushed a law, an anti-foreign law law, basically saying they can't have mediation in their church, I mean, in their uh, Muslim Center. But they know that there's parts of Christianity that are basically Sharia law, right? Because they're from You can't there. tell them that. So you watch the Ten You can't tell them that. The Ten that. Commandments is Sharia law. Yeah. But, you, you know. You can't tell them that. That's a thing. <laughs> that was, you, you can tell them that, but they're not going to listen. So people can violate the Ten Commandments and, and everyone. I'm, I'm moving there. I'm just saying. <laughs> so you want to. Uh, you, you don't want to honor that name? No. Well, he, he spent time with this one Muslim family. He went to their restaurant that they own, and there was a really sketchy moment there. 
where he was looking at the menu and the lady who ran the place, who was one of the main subjects of the uh, of the show, asked him, would you like me to recommend something? And he gives her this look like, uh, I would like a look around. I'm like, you don't want to, you don't. It kind of came off like he wasn't trusting their food. It's probably like when you're in the store and they ask, it's like, hey, do you need any help? And you actually do need help, but you're just like, no, nah, I don't need any help. From, you don't, you don't saw, from, from what I saw, it looked like he was kind of sketchy on their grub. Oh, okay. But he went back there and he saw everything and look, and he had this look on his face like, oh, it's normal. It's a normal damn kitchen. <laughs> what did and you think it was like, going to be? And they went, hey, would you like to make your own burger? He's like, yeah, I'll make my own burger. And like, he was like, yeah, this is just a regular old burger. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's halal. And he goes, huh? Well, when the animal was killed, it was also a blessing said over yeah. it. Yeah, it's you know, like kosher meat. She, she, yeah, she said, it, it's like kosher. He went, oh. And at that point, he was fine with eating everything. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think was going to be back there? Is this he was kind of. Is this scorpion and camel? What is this? <laughs> and when he went to talk to the mayor, the mayor tried to paint it as, oh, they're. They, they, you know, we're worried about the women in their community. How right. would this treat them? Because Muslims are oppressive to women, right. like Christians aren't. But um, <laughs> we're great to women. So he women. goes and they're like, "Oh no, these are our personal laws that we govern ourselves by." What are you talking about? <laughs> like, and, and they explained everything. Oh, it was an interesting segment. A uh, guy who posted how to make a bomb on the internet. Mm-hmm. They interviewed him. He was a radical Islam. Mm-hmm. Uh, Islamic guy, a uh, white guy. And the day after the Boston bombing, he saw somebody use his design. That was his design. And he was like, oh shit, what the fuck am I doing? Right. That's when his actions became apparent to him. Right. There are real consequences. There are innocent, you know. Right. He was like, I was troubled. I was angry. He talked, he sounded like a dude, anybody that joined the gang. Yeah. And, you know, or anybody that joined ISIS, or anybody that joined the KKK and left. Yeah, they all come with that same story. Yeah, I was looking for something, and they took me in. You know what I mean? Because that's what they look for. They look for someone who's kind of lost, and like, yeah. they don't have a good relationship with their father. Or so after that, he started working with the government and with outreach programs and telling them what to look for and everything. He's like, "Yeah, I, I did not know the consequences of my actions." It was, that was a pretty interesting segment right there uh, but overall i think the show came out pretty well for charles Barkley. yeah the whole episode i don't think the whole episode of the baltimore one where the lady like got in his face over that yeah that wasn't available on demand the other three episodes were okay so i'm, I'm waiting to see that whole thing <laughs> they may have pulled that one yeah they, <laughs> they might have pulled. they that didn't one. want that action yeah no but when we talk about Things with the police and Black Lives Matter, we often forget the intersection between the two. Recently, a in Hastings, Michigan, a officer by the name of Cleon Brown, white officer, took a test on Ancestry.com, one of those uh, DNA genetic tests, mm-hmm. and he found out he was 18% African American. And he, you know, he told his coworkers that he worked closely with who proceeded to raise black fist at him and say black li- whisper black lives matter at him while he's walking through the hallway. Uh, the chief of police started calling him Kunta. God damn. What the fuck? Uh, the mayor came up and told various Negroid jokes to him. So it only takes 18%? And... Shit really got crazy when at the uh, office Christmas party, department Christmas party, 
everybody had stockings with their name on them. Mm-hmm. He had a little black Santa Claus with 18% written on God the beard. Damn. Holy shit. So, you know, he's suing the uh, department and city and so forth because, you know, this is fucked up. Yeah. Except they claim he started it. Wait, what? He came in, told them he was 18% black and started acting very stereotypical. <laughs> what? Wait. Oh, what? what? So wait. But yeah, what? he started encouraging more of the jokes, laughing along with them, just having himself a grand old time. So my when I first I read this, I didn't read this at all. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I first hypothetically, saw this, yeah, exactly. when I first saw the story, it was just like yeah, he found out he was eighteen percent black, and then he just became the black guy at work. Right. But now that if I found out he came in one day and was like. Done to the done. I'm now Negro man. Then that changes the whole narrative. Came in story. with the you know the Afro pick with the fist on it. Exactly. Wearing a dashiki. If he, <gasps> if he came with a dashiki, that'd have been fucked up. Would have been the funniest thing <laughs> I've like, ever seen. After a while, the sergeant was like calming down and everything. Yeah, but that. <laughs> but he kept bringing it back up, and whenever it died down, he would bring it back up. So he's now suing the mayor. The chief and several officers. So he's basically trying to get paid. Right. And that's what know, it sounds like. And according to his lawyer, they all blocked him on f- Facebook. Oh no. And rightfully so. They don't invite him to department basketball games. God I wouldn't. Damn. But he's eighteen oh. percent black. Though. Yeah, but you know, you wouldn't you want him on the wouldn't team? You want him? <laughs> and uh now he's worried that like if he's out in the field they won't really protect him. The field. <laughs> yeah, he out in the field. Racism. <coughs> Does he look white? Don't call it the field. Yes, but his name's that, Cleon. That, that yeah, yeah, yeah. The, his yeah, name's Cleon. He, yeah, he yeah he is very white. Okay, that's confusing. I know, right? No. The only hmm? no. I mean, well, so I found out that Jimmy John's dude is like a percentage of black, but you know. Fuck Jimmy John's. Can we say fuck? Are we trying to get Jimmy John's to sponsor? No. Oh, fuck Jimmy John's. No. No. Yeah, so that's that. <laughs> he likes to he likes to hunt animals for sport for no good reason. So I don't bring up random people, but it's just like that eighteen percent don't mean shit until it means something. Well, question: Can we really knock the hustle? No, <laughs> we've asked this question before. I, I mean, can not, we really knock the hustle? <laughs> I won't knock the hustle, but that's kind of that's kind of fucked up how he did it. Because you know when I was first reading that story, I'm like, damn, it's fucked up. Damn, yeah. it's fucked up. Damn, whoa. I should have seen this coming. <laughs> How did I not see this? Now I'm starting to I, doubt his name is really Cleon. I had the I had the uh, sixth sense figured out after the first scene. How did I miss this? Right. How did I make it halfway through this article? <laughs> because you wanted to wish for more. I was giving people the benefit of the doubt. Plus, I mean, the idea of racist ass cops is not that's not that shocking. It's not so, that shocking. So that would it would make sense that you believe a story. Yeah. yeah. I mean, didn't we have a bunch of racist-ass firefighters in Chicago that, that put that video out? Yeah. What did they do? They put out this video where they were doing and saying a lot of really racist shit. They still are. This was a, f- a few years ago. Like, yeah. it was one of their parties or something. They recorded it, and the video got out, and it was just... It was bad. Das uber racist. Yeah. What, what did they say? I gotta look at it. Look Dude, it's like 20 years ago. I can't remember. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was like last week. No, dude. It, it, this is the social media age. If it was <coughs> last week, you would have known. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
But the fact that they filmed it, the, like, number one, it's like, if you're going to be racist, don't film it. Just just don't. Well, they didn't know back then. Yeah. You know, we now we know. It was the, the age before, you know, cell phone videos. And, yeah. yeah. Like, not, don't film yourself doing stupid shit. Unfortunately, people still record themselves doing stupid shit. <laughs> right, Mr. Trump? I do. <laughs> oh, my God. I better hope that I don't have any recordings. Why would you record that conversation? What the fuck is wrong with you? So, did anybody see Guardians of the Galaxy? No. No. Yeah, well, I've seen it twice. We won't be talking about this then. Um, there, but something happened in it that made me go, ooh! Uh, certain characters appeared that should not have. Titties? <laughs> Titties are not characters. Are they We've not? been over this. No. He, 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 I guess it had to happen. We hadn't talked about titties once this episode. They're not, they're not characters. But they are part they're of the show. They're an important part of the show. <laughs> part of the show, though. They're important. They're an important part of some movies, but I wouldn't say they're an important part of the show. But they're definitely a reoccurring theme. <laughs> they're a reoccurring theme in some movies too. But yeah. they're not. They're not. Characters. Remember Total Recall? You remember the girl with the three titties? <laughs> if Gamora's green titties came, all right. So as I, in, in, in the <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy movie, Stan Lee's cameo has him talking to Watchers. Ooh. Which says that Stan Lee's character in all the movies might be a watcher. Ooh. No, it doesn't. Yes, yeah. it does. Why are you getting him one? Because that's always the joke that Stan Lee's just a watcher. So Because he's always there when something important happens. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, de- delivering FedExes. But it's the phone but from Captain America. But on. it's the bar that Captain America's at and Thor. Okay, and he's at the bar when the guy finds out that the that the Falcon is looking for, him. and he's there Ant-Man. when Spider Man fights that one dude he's fighting in the library. I forgot that movie. So the lizard, yeah, that guy. Well, the the introdu- that's my theory. I'm the introduction not. of Watchers into the MCU. The Watchers are a fantastic four characters, and their movie rights are owned by Fox. It's been speculated that Marvel and Fox made a deal. Uh, X Men still own. The Marvel still owned the X-Men live-action TV rights, but we've all saw Legion, and if you haven't saw Legion, you are missing out on one of the greatest shows on TV. And there's a, a new X-Men TV show coming out soon called Gifted. Uh, so it's speculated that they traded the X-Men live-action TV rights for the Fantastic Four's movie rights. Good. Hmm. And if you've seen the last Fantastic Four movie, which I did for free online... It was terrible. <laughs> they they probably want Marvel Studios to do a Fantastic Four. They're like, hey, you can have that. We do good with the X-Men. Consider, Let's just make a trade. Considering how well they did with Spider-Man in Captain America Civil War. And that there are some blank spaces in the Marvel Cinematic uh, Universe's future calendar where uh, there's unannounced films. Yeah. We might be getting a Fantastic Four after infi- the first Infinity War movie. Yeah. No, I'm cool with that. And they were saying that the universe is going to change after Infinity War. Probably be focused around the Fantastic Four more than the Avengers since uh, all the Avengers are leaving full-time avenging. Yeah. Cap, Iron Man, all, everyone who plays and them since, is like, ah, you know, I've done this enough. And I know no one cares about the Inhumans, but since they're connected to the Fantastic Four, that could be their focus as well. You actually think they're going to uh, push them into the MCU movies? I don't know. The Inhumans? No. Yeah. No, but I think they're going to connect them to the Fantastic Four in some way. Kind of like how Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is vaguely vaguely connected to the Avengers. 
Okay. Yeah, that we do have that Inhuman show coming right, out. Right, there is a yeah. show coming out soon. Yeah, yeah, the first episode will be in IMAX theaters which, also. Which means, what's that mean? The first shot of them as a group is not that impressive. No. Nah. Medusa kind of looks like a cosplayer. Like she got a bad weave. She looks like a cosplayer, not even a good one. And Black Bolt just looks plain as hell. And there's no lockjaw, which is like, if you have a teleporting giant pug, why would you not show that first? I know. Yeah, That's the I first thing that, I would show. I, yeah. Like, lockjaw would be front and center. For real, pug life. Thank you for listening to the Enough <laughs> Supervillains <laughs> podcast. This has been the L, along with... Marjay. Heister. You both were so unsure <laughs> when you said your name. Heister. Marjay. <laughs> I'm... Be sure to follow us on all your social media platforms at the Heliot on Twitter at AnnetteVillainL on uh, Instagram and the Annette Supervillain Podcast Facebook page. Um, we might have a U-Porn page soon. Oh, Jesus Christ. Lord. If you listen to us on iTunes or any other the podcast apps, make sure you follow and like and rate us. Give us like five stars or however they do it on iTunes. So the U-Porn one would probably be like a bunch of spit roast videos. Right? Uh, or just a prostitute in the background just doing shit. Like just, just doing regular shit, like doing taxes. That helps us like get out there more and we can really use the attention. Especially Majay, as you probably could tell. Thanks for listening. The fuck does that even mean, Elliot? Peace. (laughs) Just leave it unresolved.